What up, everybody? I'm going to initiate a call to action for everyone to donate $1.99 so that you can access the back catalog of the podcast as well as to help your podcast grow. I'm trying to grow the podcast and I want to do that with you guys and make it better and brighter and bring you more information. So if you want to access the back catalog and help support me as an artist, I appreciate you. And please donate at anchor.fm underneath Lockdown Universe. Thanks so much and enjoy the show. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, some of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO legend and paranormal lore. Welcome back, welcome back, happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing well and taking care of yourself. So today I've got a really interesting story. Uh, it goes back all the way to the 1930s. Uh, since we're leading into fall, I thought this would be a perfect opportunity to talk about this story. Uh, it's about the bizarre case of the devil man in New Orleans. This really good one. This actually comes to us from a website called Mysterious Universe, and uh, written by one of my favorite authors, Brent Swanser. So they, they they do all kinds of cool stuff over there. Check them out if you'd like. Um, so in this article, they talk about the Devil Man of New Orleans, who f- apparently had frequented uh, New Orleans which is on the west bank of the Mississippi River in Louisiana. And he apparently made himself well-known in this small neighborhood of Algiers. So Algiers is registered on the National Register of Historic Places. It's the second oldest neighborhood in the city. And it's known for all of its historic architecture, churches, and being home of many, many jazz musicians, uh, as well as having sustained a lot of damage during Hurricane Katrina in 2005. So this city is very vibrant, has a huge history of uh, arts, crafts, music, uh, just the perfect place for a devil-like man to show up. Um, So, you know, the, the devil man, right? So a devil man, you know, can have a lot of connotations to him. You know, in, in many areas, especially in gambling areas and like the wild west and you know early america people would look under the tables to see if their opponent had hoofs for feet because there were um, many stories about a hoofed man who would come in play some blackjack or some poker and take everybody's money and he would be the master of deception and, and win all the time uh even if you saw the most recent show uh i the was it outer range with Josh Brolin? Great show if you haven't seen it. Even he looks under the table to see if who he's playing against has hoofs, and he tells the story about the Devil Man. But this a little bit this this has a little bit of that lore, but a lot more a lot more to it. Very different, uh, actually. Apparently, this guy was a stalker and a stranger that showed up in 1938 in the fall in 1938. And you know what the fall means? Fall is all about paranormal and that's when we have halloween and that's hollows eve all hollows eve and it's just a very paranormal time in general so witnesses started to report that there was a tall hulking figure with cartoonish eyes long black horns and pink star-shaped ears who would stalk about the night lurking around bars and eating establishments waiting for victims 
This figure was said to have all kinds of different strange powers, like levitation, shape-shifting, and disappearing into thin air, and would strike profound fear in those he gazed upon. Now, it's my opinion, and this is just an opinion, but it's so much vampire lore, their shape-shifting ability, their ability to look human, but they want, they want blood, um, leads to, like, the reptilian race the the cert and there are a lot of reptilian races out there but there's a certain reptilian race that does seem to feed off of our adrenochrome our blood uh during fear during times of fear uh the adrenochrome blows through the the bloodstream it increases during times of fear and that's when they feed and that's when they get the most uh of this particular chemical in our bloodstream and they feed off of that and they can shapeshift into people. And they, you know, there's a lot of lore around, you know, how to kill them. And, and you have to cut off their head in order to, to do it. And they seem to be able to um, manipulate your mind with psychic powers. Well, who do we know that does that? Reptilians. So there's a lot of, lot of similarities when it comes to reptilians and vampires. So I'm just throwing that out there as well. It's kind of my personal uh, opinion and, and belief that that is, that is possibly who they could be. Um but going back to the Devil Man article, they stated in many cases people reported being confronted by the mysterious stranger and feeling as if they had temporarily died and watching their lives flash before their eyes before losing consciousness, after which they would suffer potent nightmares for days after. Which is interesting that they, they suffered from strange dreams, nightmares I should say, after This stranger was said to harass people going home from bars, introducing himself as the devil himself before hurling obscenities and insults, and then he would disappear into the night. Um, He would also uh, stalk and target women and couples and sometimes people of uh, minorities. Um, He would also uh, reportedly start fights at bars. He'd display superhuman strength which reptilians do, uh, because, and this is interesting too, is we found out about reptilians that they are, they basically made themselves kind of a a superior race through DNA modification. The story is is that reptilians have gone throughout the universe and collected DNA from all kinds of planets and perfected their own bodies with multiple different DNA sources to create the strongest type of body they can, a body that can actually change be a chameleon like um can can transmogrify can change shape uh, shape shift and um and turn into anything they want you know and this isn't that unfamiliar right we have the creatures of the sea that do this we have the uh, the chameleon like octopus that can transform into stone uh transform into other fish um to stalk its prey i mean the thing these the octopuses are simply amazing so we have this on our own planet we have chameleons and we have octopuses that can change, shapeshift, uh, and color modify. So this isn't, you know, science fiction. It's fact. Um, <clears throat> so moving forward, apparently this guy was causing all kinds of problems. Um, and when these reports started to trickle in, he became known as the Devil Man. And these reports really stood out as particularly odd and, and frightening. One very dramatic case revolved around a couple who were traveling home by car and they saw a dark figure on the side of the road waving at them to stop their vehicle. 
and pull over. They pulled over to see if the man was in trouble and he asked him for a ride. At this time they were getting a bad and sinister feeling, so they declined and then they left. They drove on. A few miles down the road, they passed the same man waving his arms frantically at them. They passed right by him, and then a short while later, this time he was reported to have transformed into the devil with horns, red skin, the whole nine yards, and a brown horse materialized underneath him. The terrified couple sped off to the police, and a search was launched to try to find this stranger. And they apparently managed to find him riding along the road on a horse, and police, police allegedly fired on him when he refused to stop, after which the man laughed, got off his horse, walked right into their gunfire, and handed them their own bullets with a hairy, clawed hand before evaporating right before their eyes. Now, see, this is what's really interesting, because I had done a podcast about uh, the, a, devil, a devil man that uh, haunted um, a Massachusetts home, and this boy was the only person that could see him, and he saw him as an old man at first, for the first few times that he saw him within this uh, home that they had moved into, which happened to be a family home they were renting out, and they moved into it, and he he presented himself as an old man to the young boy, and he said, you know, he didn't want them there, and the more and more he said it, the, the boy got more and more terrified, he told his parents, and then this thing transformed from an old man into a devil-like creature, a reptilian-like creature with horns, uh, very angry, very, very, uh, very upset, and even possessed the small boy too, and and just attacking him, actually physically attacking him. Um, and they had to had to hire uh, an exorcist, uh, a priest, to come in and and bless the house multiple times over. I mean, it took like hours and hours and hours to try to get rid of this thing, um, multiple times, and it was a pretty rough thing for that family to go through. Um, so. That's why I think that there's the capability for these things to present themselves as humans. And then if they don't get the desired reaction they want, they'll just let you see their true colors. And it's kind of crazy, you know, but it happens. Um, so another story, according to this article, supposedly happened to a young woman who was leaving a dance hall one night. And she was confronted by a man with horns on his head. She called out for help to the policeman who showed up and arrested the man and put him in a cell. But this is where it gets interesting. The police walked outside, and the same man was standing there grinning with a demonic smile. He allegedly walked towards the policeman who fired on him at point-blank range with no effect, after which the devil man bent down, picked up the bullets, threw them back at the officer, and the man was arrested again and put in jail. But reports of the devil man continued, and the man claimed... He was able to leave his cell whenever he wanted and change shape, and a few days later he vanished for good. So it is interesting. He claimed himself he was able to change shape as well. You know, it makes you wonder why, if this thing is like some sort of other species, why is he doing? Just kind of, is he just kind of getting off on the fact that he can scare people? Is that his whole point? Is to scare people and then try to freak them out to the point where, <coughs> where he can gather their energy, because. You know, there is something to be said for the loosh energy that apparently there are beings that do feed off the loosh or fear energy from humans and from other animals. And if the point is to feed on that loosh, feed on that fear, then they can gather that energy from the fear. And, and think about it. Just think about this for a minute. You can get a high 
from an argument you may have with someone. If you're arguing with someone, you're generating so much energy in that argument that you can literally feel it. It's palpable. You might be shaking after an argument. It doesn't even have to be physical. It can just be a, a verbal argument. You can literally be shaking because you're so upset at that person. That's so much energy created, not only by you, but by the other person. And each individual is is interacting with that actual emotional energy. So the possibility for these beings to just be scaring people and feeding off that energy is a very real possibility. Uh, so in the meantime, back to the article, uh, reports of the devil man continue to pour into Algiers and it put the, the city of Algiers into a mass hysteria. Police continued to look for the culprit um, and on a tip they were led to a man called Lord Harold later identified uh, as a man named Carlton Clark, who locals were convinced was behind it all. The police booked him on a causing a public disturbance charge, saying that he had been putting on fake devil horns and causing trouble at bars, but the reports continued even after he sat in jail for 30 days for skipping out on a bill at a bar. This time, people were losing their minds, <laughs> and there were vigilante lynch mobs actively cruising the streets looking for the devil man, and there were several, several arrests made, uh, and the mobs were beating innocent people and even discharging firearms. There was talk of even a devil baby with horns and all, uh, born to a, a, a poor black woman, which is really sad, um, and on one occasion, a police officer had to break up a riot when mobs of people cornered who they thought was the devil man. Now, they say this is where it got bizarre. I think it's been bizarre the entire time. But they say this is where it got bizarre is when police interrogated uh, that that individual, Clark, uh, who claimed that he was not the devil, but in service of one greater than the devil. He stated, a mighty monarch, sometimes known as King of Zulu, was uh, a great benefactor and advisor to Neptune, who comes only to those who speak his language. So I don't know if they're talking about Neptune like as a god or Neptune as a planet here. Uh, he claimed that he had many supernatural powers, including the ability to leave jail whenever he wanted, and that he had been the same man they had arrested at the dance hall. Although he would not demonstrate these purported abilities on demand, he would tell the police of his origins and how he got his powers. So, um, so this is interesting. We kind of we can kind of cover this. So he states that he came from the the hills of Arkansas on September 6, 1938. He walked under the stars, and Neptune guided me through the darkness of the night. I reached Port Allen, Louisiana, and from there I rode the ferry into Baton Rouge. Then I came to New Orleans, still under the guidance of Neptune and possibly one of his assistant stars. I stopped at the Page Hotel. I came to New Orleans as the sun came down in the skies. Yes, they got me in jail, but it's my spirit that's haunting people because I have not been treated right by the police. That's why I'm going to keep on troubling them. If I wanted to, I could get out of sight right now. I could disappear away from all of you. I'm no longer Carlton Clark. I'm Carlton Carl. <laughs> the King of Mars has decreed it. Uh, don't worry, this is weird, but it'll be over in a second. Uh, he states, 
he is a mighty monarch, sometimes known as the king of Zulu. Uh, he is, according to the prophecy of Daniel, uh, he has a queen. Um, and he says, you want to know how I got my powers? Well, Neptune came to me in the form of a fish hook in June and May of 1937. I was reading my Bible at the time, and I believe in the, the divine as well. And he goes on to, to say that Neptune basically gave him his powers. Um, but, you know, if, if this dude, Clark or Kark or whatever he wants to call himself, Carlton Clark, was really the devil man, then he would have just disappeared. And I don't believe any of this Neptune hooey and how he got his powers. I don't believe that at all. I think he was just making stuff up. I don't think he was a human at all. I think he was either a demon or he was a he was a reptilian um, just out for kicks and to get the loose energy um, that they crave and they feed on. And basically just walking around trying to do what he wants with the night. Now think about this for a second. You got, let's say you have a reptilian, but it's, but they're not, you know, rept. Any species has, you know, teenagers. We have young. They they have their young. They have, you know, older, more mature uh, species. And when you're in those teen years or early twenty years, you do a bunch of reckless stuff, right? I mean, think about what humans do. We go out. We get into trouble. We go out to the bars get in fights, do stupid things. I mean, think about you being a reptilian having basically unending power and uh, you want to go out for the night and just, you know, or for a few months and just wreak havoc on a town. Well, you could easily do it down in Louisiana, down Baton Rouge and Algiers and, and New Orleans. You know, so I mean, the capability for a rogue reptilian to just go out and do whatever the hell they want to do is totally totally a possibility is that what happened here maybe is do you think it was a human that could get out of a cell and then show up with horns outside of the jail cell right after he was locked up that would take a tremendous amount of skill <laughs> directly after he was locked up we're talking about not not later in the day or something like that but like directly after he's locked up and the police officer went outside and saw him right away so this is a very interesting story. I don't know what to make of it. It was a long time ago. You know, we're nearing on, you know, 85, 90 years ago. But um, it's a very interesting story. A lot of things happen in New Orleans. It's a very interesting, unique, uh, and special special town. Deep, deep roots, you know. It has a lot of history there. So, um, history with voodoo. You know, history with um, a lot of Haitian culture. And, um, and and other and Creole culture as well. So, lots of interesting stuff down there. French culture. I mean, there's there's a it's a very big mixing pot, um, and a very special place. So, uh, a good place for the devil to go have some fun. So, anyway, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Hopefully, you guys are taking care of yourselves spiritually, physically, and emotionally. Uh, you know, doing what you need to do, going and getting your exercise. Um, trying to stay in shape as our as our <laughs> summer's coming to a close and the fall's coming in and then we're gonna have our holidays and we're gonna be eating more food so um try to get in as much sun as you can and take care of yourself and follow through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams and as always continue to question the universe around you until next time guys take care and lockdown universe is out